0: Hey guys. So, hi. So we hear you, you're from New Zealand. It's true. Yeah. So, as a New Zealander, why are you most jealous of Australians? For coming up with clever questions like that, we just don't do it. Yeah. why did you move to Australia? Why did I move to Australia? Um, I'm only here for a week, unfortunately, and um, that's the only time they'd let me come over. So, yeah, I wasn't able to move to Australia. Otherwise, I'd get to hang out with guys like you and this forever, which would be great. Also, if you were in a dark alley, would you rather come face-to-face with a kangaroo or a sheep, and why? Whoa. I hadn't been warned there were big questions like this. I would rather... Oh, man. Can't believe how bold. Hmm... Kangaroo, you you reckon a sheep? Have you seen what sheep can do? They bunt you, they'll go at you. What Do do kangaroos kick? Kangaroo can kick you. Oh, sheep don't kick. So I'm going to officially go both, because hopefully the sheep would stand in the way of the kangaroo and then kick him and then it'd be like a nice buffer. So both. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. And the final question, if you had a choice yes. to wear a grass skirt or a fruit basket on your head, which would you choose and why? So a fruit basket or a grass skirt on my head. No, so a fruit, ba- so a fruit basket on your head or wearing a grass, or a grass skirt. skirt. Yeah. I, I don't think I have the head for a fruit basket, and so um, I think I'd go the grass skirt. I think I can pull that off. Right. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> Thank you for the questions. Right? Awesome. Right. Unbelievable. Flow and snow. Unbelievable. Praise and worship. Unbelievable. A little drama this morning. Unbelievable. The boldness and the cleverness of those two questions. Unbelievable. Kendi to year four and so bonus year fives. Thank you for the bonus of having you here this morning. Shot year fives. Unbelievable. (laughs) But this morning I want to ask you a question. Can you see it I was asked questions and that's my question for you can you see it right now just using your eyes not your mouths not your hands not yours your eyes look around look around the room can you see it have a look around can you see it oh Some of you have asked the question, so let me answer it. Oh, you're trying. Yeah. Down the front, you are correct. Here's what we're going to look at this week. We, eyes and ears, my way, let me see those beautiful eyes and ears. We're going to look at The unbelievable things that God has made for us, the unbelievable things that God has done for us, the unbelievable God that God is, and how he invites you and I to be part of his unbelievable plans. When I looked around, and I hope that when you were looking around, you're going, I'm looking for things, I'm looking for things, because when you look, you start to see, and everywhere, I can guarantee you'll see God. For example, when I look around, here's what I see. I see my inability to put, That's right, I see M&Ms, and the Bible says that every good thing is from God, and I believe that he inspired somebody who sat down and went, I don't want to just make one color of chocolate, I don't want to make one shape of chocolate, I don't want to make one variety of chocolate, I believe that chocolate's best when it's lots of different colors and lots of different shapes and lots of different varieties. We don't just want blue milk chocolate M&M's, we don't just want orange peanut M&M's, we don't just want the green crispy M&M's we love M&M's because they're all the colours and shapes and varieties and that's what God does when you look around that's the plan of God for example everyone knows goats but did you know that in Morocco the goats Climb trees. Unbelievable. I know that your goats don't climb trees. I know my goats don't climb trees. But in Morocco, God's like, I'm made such beautiful, unbelievable, cool things. And I don't want everything to be the same. Just like M&M's are better because of the variety. God says, I've created things to be unbelievable. Like goats... They climb trees. Check out what they do. Let me get out of the way. They don't just go. They go up to the top branches. And what they're looking for are these fruits here. They love eating them. And it's on these trees in Morocco. Look at them up there climbing trees. Unbelievable. Incredible things that God's made. Here's our key verse For the day, an unbelievable God has made unbelievable things for us. And here's what the Bible says about God. First of all, the Lord your God is living among you. God, the ruler of the universe, who made everything in a most beautiful way of variety and unbelievableness, even goats that climb trees in Morocco, he doesn't just get to live in heaven. He's like, you know where I want to live? Among you and me. Why? The Bible says he's a mighty savior because he knows that when he's with us he gets to save us and it says he will take delight in you with gladness. God delights. You know when you have just had a big belly full of M&M's and it's so delightful even more than that God delights in you. He loves you. He likes you. It even says here with his love, he will calm all your fears. And finally, he will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Did you know this morning, K to that God is up in heaven looking down and he's like, wow, I live among you. I love you. I want to save you. I delight over you. And he's clicking his fingers and the angels are running in because they know that God's about to sing a song over you. You, just earlier, sang songs for God, and the Bible says that God sings songs back over you. That's an unbelievable God. We're the focus. There's an incredible story of our unbelievable God. One day, he's walking, and he's not walking on ground. He's not walking on grass. He's not walking on trees like the goats he made do. He's walking on water. I'm going to use our Lego friends, and unfortunately, the animations have not come through. So I'm going to have to slightly re adapt the story, which is okay because we can go with the flow. Unbelievable. So he's walking on the water, but all around him is wind and rain and storm. And halfway across the lake, he comes across his disciples. He's been on the shore and the reason he's an unbelievable God is because he knows to pray and tap into the power of God, an unbelievable God with unbelievable power for you and me. And Jesus is out on water, which is kind of unbelievable, but he's doing it. And halfway across are his disciples in a boat the fishermen, they know this this is what they do, they know the lake and so they're just doing their thing but it's got scary because the wind has come up and the waves have come up and the rain has come in and the lightning is crashing all around and the thunder is just and they're getting scared because this is not just a bad storm, this is not just one of the top three storms this is the worst storm they've ever been in and they don't know what to do because it's the worst storm. And they look out. And there's Jesus. Well, I'll just use that slide. where There's Jesus walking on the water. Now they. Back then. Oh even better. They believed back then that evil and death. All the bad stuff of life. Lived in the bottom of big lakes and oceans. So when they see Jesus. They don't go. What is going on? Unbelievable. He's walking on water. They go, it's a ghost. Because they think it's some weird thing from the bottom of the lake come up. And Jesus says, chillax, come on. It's me. Don't be afraid. And they're like, oh, fuel, that's good. Because we don't want whatever's at the bottom of the lake. Nothing lives down there. But that's what they believed back then. And suddenly, one of them, Peter, understands that an unbelievable God who can walk on water and over evil and death like it's nothing... He can also do that. And so Peter, he's the only one. All the rest just go, he's he's walking on water. Peter goes, hold it. If he can do it, he's promised that we can do it as well. And so Peter goes, "Um, Jesus, if it's really you, then tell me to come out of the boat with you. All the others are like, I'm just really fascinated to watch this. Peter's like, I get to be a part of this. And Jesus says, Peter, it's me, so you get out of the boat. And Peter's like, he just told me to get out of the boat. And so, he, first of all, he does a little toe test. Just like you do when you're about to hop into the bath. You do a toe test because it can't be too hot or too cold. And so he does the toe test. And it's like, that's good. Now, we often think he tiptoed, but I believe as soon as he did the toe test, it was on. He did the full-on jump. And it was good. And he was walking on water. Whoa. And he starts to do a couple of little slidey things back and a couple of slidey things to the side. And I mean, he's loving it. He's doing the unbelievable because he's looking at the unbelievable God who has invited him to be part of it. And then he looked around, and you know how you were just looking around for something. He looked around, but he wasn't looking at God anymore. He wasn't looking at Jesus. He was looking at the wind and the rain. And when we look at that stuff, we lose the coolness of what God asks us to look at, which is him. And he begins to sink. But immediately Jesus is there, and he says, save me. And Jesus says, you bet I will. Because remember, Jesus lives among us. He wants to save us and delight in us. Chucks him back in the boat and says, Peter, why did you doubt? And then he calms the storm and all the rest of the disciples go, unbelievable, unbelievable. Final little story as we wrap up this morning. Oh, that's where we're heading. Two years ago in Sydney, just south of where we are, there was a student, slightly older. He went to university and he was studying medicine. He was going to be a doctor. And he's from Germany and he was walking home one night. He was a medical exchange student. So he was just studying for one year. Then he's going to go back to Germany and he's walking home on the streets of Sydney and these three young guys jump out of him, and they're like, give us your phone and your wallet and your MP3 player. And so he's like, oh no, I'm being mugged. And so he handed them over and the three young guys are like, well, this is a bit boring. What if we beat him up as well? Not cool. Not cool. So they're mugging and beating up this young student on the streets of Sydney. But where they were doing it was outside a special night training school. And the school had just finished training. They'd been busy training all night and they just finished and the students were still in their special uniforms. And the first student had come down the stairs and looked out on the street and was like, there's a young guy being beaten up and mugged. And he quickly runs back upside and he goes, class, there's a guy being beaten and mugged outside. And the teacher goes, well, what are you going to do about it? And the students look at each other and they're like, well, let's go down and help. The guy being beaten and mugged up. And so they all spill out on the street. And this is what the muggers saw. Because this was the school. It was a ninja training school. And so the robbers now saw a team of ninjas running at them. Can you imagine that? You're like there doing something awful that you shouldn't be doing. You look around And ninjas are coming at you. They're still in the uniform. They've just been training. Awesomest story ever. The ninjas catch two of them and hand them over to the police when the police finally arrive. The news thought this was a fantastic story and they interviewed the teacher. And the teacher said, well, I've never seen bad guys break so many world records for sprinting. Like these bad guys do when they're faced with ninjas. Ninjas are like the stealth, most fast, amazing martial arts people ever. And the bad guys have got ninjas coming after them like the Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But here's something the teacher also said. He said, you know what? It was just an unlucky place for the bad guys to do what they did. And when I read that, I thought, you know what? Maybe not. Because what if all those ninja students had said, you know what, we're tired. We have had a busy night training and so we'll get the next one. What if they had said, but our level of training isn't up the top yet. We aren't at the top level of ninja training. So, you know, we're not there yet. So we'll, we don't feel good enough to do it. What if they had said, you know what? That's the police's job. We don't fight crime. The police fight crime. We're ninjas. We do all the stealth, night, cool martial arts stuff. But they didn't. They chose to go out and make a difference and do something unbelievable. This week, I want to invite you to be a ninja. Because God, an unbelievable God, has done everything for you. And he invites you to be part of it two. Let's bow our heads. He's down, eyes closed. Father in heaven, Lord, you are just the most unbelievable God. And we thank you for yummy things that help us to know of your goodness. We thank you for crazy cool creations like goats that climb trees that show us your power and your imagination. But Lord, we thank you for your love and I thank you that in front of me a whole lot of beautiful M&Ms. Each one is different. And, Lord, you want them to be ninjas for you because they get to tap into everything you've got. And so may they understand your plan for them this week. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Blessings, everyone. K to fives. You are amazing.